going on, everybody? Welcome back to Vantage Point Podcast, where we bring insight, keys, and perspective to everyday living through the lens of God. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm so, so glad you're tuning in. This is going to be the second episode of our new series that we've been in called Beyond, and I'm so, so excited about what God is doing in this series, and I'm praying and hoping that you're able to get something from the first episode where we titled Beyond What Was, and so, man, if it's your first time or 5,000th time listening, man, we're again, we're glad, we're glad you're here. This is a weekly podcast that's on all major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, uh, iHeartRadio, whatever platform you're listening on, even some other ones, Stitcher, uh, Radio Public, all of the ones that you're on, we're so so glad you're tuning in, and wherever you're listening from, whether you're in the U.S., the U.K., Europe, France, wherever you are, man, we're so, I'm so thankful that you're on and listening to Vantage Point, and also just want to highlight and give a special shout out. We have our first Patreon subscriber. That's right, our first Patreon subscriber. We're kicking off 2023 the right way, and just so everyone knows and is aware, Patreon is, is somewhere, wherever your platform you're listening on, you should see an, a link or some words that says support Vantage Point Podcast. You'll be able to click on that and it'll take you right to our Patreon page. And it has different tiers of support where you can um, sow monetarily into Vantage Point Podcast, helps keep us going. Pour, you're able to pour into the vision of what we're doing and allow us to expand. Uh, right now, we're audio only, but I'm, I'm telling you, there is a vision and a future for Vantage Point that involves video, uh, aspects of worship, different kind of things that we want to tap into. So, definitely want you to connect with us there. So, again, if you see that link, it just says uh, support Vantage Point Podcast, or if you go to our website, vantagepointpodcast.us. You were able to see it there as well. And so, man, again, for our first one, our first subscriber, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting everything we do at Vantage Point, not just through listening and sharing, but now financially supporting Vantage Point, which is such an amazing thing to say, man. God has been doing some awesome things with Vantage Point Podcast. And so we're so excited on, on what's all to come in 2023. And like I said earlier, uh, we're in this series uh, right now to kick off this new year called Beyond. And, and really what we're looking at in this series, we're looking at the Israelites and we're looking at their exodus out of Egypt into the promised land. And we're looking at uh, just different phases of, of where they are and what they're going through, but also having that be a reflection on what we see for us and what we see in us. And so one of the, the biggest things about um, getting to your beyond, right, we, we have to deal with some specific things. And so as we talk about that, like I said, last episode, it was all about what was, right? We were talking about where we were, right, and what we did and all of those things. And so this week, we wanted to switch it up a little bit. And for today, the title is What Is?, and so if we're coming from the aspect of beyond, but what is, right? We haven't gotten to the beyond yet. We're not talking about that yet, but we're talking about what was. And now we're going to tap in a little bit to what is. And so I want you to think for a second and, and just take a moment and think about where you are right now. I, I want you to take a minute and just think about where you are in life right now. It could be great. It could be bad. 
It could be prosperous. It could be um, anything, anywhere, mindset-wise, spiritually, relationally, wherever you are right now. And, and I want you to just kind of capture that in your head with a few words. Write it down if you need to. As you go back and listen to it, maybe write some more down. But I want that to be the reflection point of this episode is, where am I right now? Because there's something very important about where you are right now. And, and, and what that is, is this. Where you are right now is not the full journey of where God wants to take you. Where you are right now is not the full journey and full scope of what God has for you. Right now is not your beyond. Because see, it can be very easy for us to fall into where we are right now and lose focus and lose contentment, become frustrated, become annoyed, become pissed off, become whatever the, the adjective you want to use. But our right now, our what is, has a funny way of allowing us to question our beyond. And if we reflect that back to the Israelites, see, we talked about last week, we talked about where they were. And we talked about their desire to go back to where they were. But now I want to spend some time on talking about where they are, their what is. And in the book of Exodus, we find them in the wilderness. That, and that's where I want to, want to touch on a little bit. And we see that they've, they've gone through these, this year, these years of bondage. They've gone through slavery. They've gone through oppression, abuse, mistreatment, and they needed rescue. And they needed to escape. And God saw their need, didn't miss. And in his perfect timing, he acted on their behalf. And as we see them now in the wilderness... It's a, it's a point of where they are. They haven't reached the promised land. They haven't reached the beyond, but they're not where they were. They are not where they were, but they are where they are. They're in the middle of their what is. And one of the things that I, I want to help us with is understanding that what happens in our what is is so vital to our beyond. Because at the end of the day, you, you have two choices about your what is. You can embrace it, or you can run from it. You can embrace it, or you can complain about it. You can embrace it, or you can be upset about it. But the reality is, is where you are right now matters. And not only does it matter, but there's value in where you are. I think sometimes we get too caught up, we get too fixated on the beyond that we only focus on beyond. We only focus on where we're going. We only focus on what's to come. We only focus on boldly going out there to our beyond, but we rarely think about what was and we rarely think about what is in the mindset of embracing this moment of wilderness. Because if we're honest, if you, if you close your eyes and I said picture wilderness, 
You probably see forest, you probably see darkness, you probably see a lot of unknown, you probably see a lot of things. I know for me, wilderness in my head, if I close my eyes, I see a lot of trees. I see a forest that never ends. I see unfamiliar ground. I see unfamiliar noises. I see unfamiliar things and, 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 and everything else around me is unfamiliar. Because, see, we talked about it last week. What was, was very familiar. But what is, is where your unfamiliarity be, begins. So we think it starts in the unknown. We think it starts with what's to come and our beyond is so unknown, which is, which is true. But our first level of unknown starts with what is. Where we are right now, because we're trying to all figure out where we are right now. Everyone is trying to figure that out. Everybody is trying to get a hold of where I am right now. And if we take a step back and just embrace this wilderness, we, we start to see a few things in the wilderness. And the first thing I want you to write down about wilderness and about your what is, is with the Israelites, even in the midst of their wilderness and unknown and uncertainty, God met them where they were. He met them in the wilderness. God wasn't waiting for them in the beyond. God met them in the midst of their wilderness. He met them in the present. He, he was with them in the what was, but he met them in the presence as well. And we can see that after miracle and miracle are performed, leading them out of slavery, out of the Egyptians. He set them free, free from oppression, captivity, bondage, and they were just getting started. Because, see, they spent 40 years in the desert, 40 years of wandering, 40 years of journeying toward the promised land that God had given them. And if you think about that, that's a long time, 40 years to wander, 40 years of present, 40 years of what is. And, and we see that over and over how God never leaves us fending for ourselves. He never leaves us when we have problems. He never leaves us when things get too big or too great. He is always and able to meet us where we are. And see, that's the thing about miracles. They remind us when we leave the battle in his hands, he can do what will be impossible for us to ever accomplish. And that's one of the biggest things we have to remind ourselves when it comes to our wilderness is that God will meet us there and he will guide us there. And just a few other things we can learn when it comes to the what is, when it comes to our wilderness, because if we're honest with each other, we're all in a little bit of wilderness right now. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how good off you think you are. I don't care where you are right now in life. There's a bit of wilderness to it because it's not all what God has for you. And the first thing I want to remind you of is the way to our promised land is not always easy, but it's worth it. And when you think about them, the Israelites being released from Pharaoh, God, God freeing them, he, he didn't just take them on a road that made sense. You even see in Exodus 13 that, that though the path was shorter right through the Philistine country, God said if they face war, 
they might change their minds and return to Egypt. Which I thought was funny because they, they actually, we talked about it last week, they still almost changed their mind, or at least they felt like they wanted to. But God led them around the desert toward the Red Sea. In hot, dry, barren wasteland with the sea right there. We can almost hear the grumbling. You think about it right now. Wherever you are, I don't know if you're in, in a hot climate or something like that. If you've ever been in a desert or somewhere where it's hot and dry and arid and all of those things, that's stressful. Or cold and barren. Like th those are stressful places to be in. That's a wilderness experience. And sometimes our lives feel that way. Cold, dry, barren. But see, this way would stretch their faith. This way would test their resolve. This way would test their belief a lot like us. There's so much we endure in the what is. And every day almost feels like a test. Every day almost feels like a wilderness experience. But knowing that God is with us in every step of the way matters. It so matters. We're going to face these journeys as God leads us into our beyond, our promised land. And maybe you feel like it's too long in coming. Maybe you feel like the Israelites. Maybe you feel like it's taken 40 years or 50 years. And maybe it is linearly and, and, and chronologically it is. But God's timing is everything. God's everything and what he does is, is all we need in that midst. And we might be like the Israelites. We might want to give up. But again, God is faithful and he will use all things to strengthen our faith and bring goodness to our situations. Second thing, God will make a way where it doesn't seem like there's a way. Exodus, 3, Exodus 13 and 13, 18 says, So God led the people around the desert toward the Red Sea. And I wonder as they got closer to that sea, what did it look like? This obstacle that's coming because see, that's, that's, we think the wilderness is the obstacle and that, that, the, that's the what is. But even in that, there's going to be obstacles. There's going to be things we deal with. There's going to be opportunities and, and, and things in our way that are going to test us and, and push us, right? And sometimes we might be focused on the problem and not focused on God. And that's one of the things in the what is and one of the things in our present that we have to be aware of. We can't fix our focus on the problem. We have to fix our focus on God. Because he never forgets us. Even in the moment of the Red Sea, God makes a way. He splits the sea so they can pass and walk through on dry ground. And the enemy lost the battle that day and were swallowed up in the waves. God rescued his people and led them straight through one of the biggest obstacles they ever encountered. And that was just the beginning. And sometimes even if the way he's leading doesn't seem to make sense, or it seems off, or the wait seems too long, it's one of the last things we can do. We still have to trust. We still have to believe. We still have to have faith. God is ordering our steps even in the wilderness. Again, God could have took them a certain way. I mean, think about this. We, we just mentioned it earlier. They could have went through Philistine country, and yes, they faced war, but isn't God God? Couldn't he just erase the, the army and let them pass through easily? Of course he could have. He's God. But he knew that they needed the wilderness more than they needed him 
to to just erase everything out of their way. They needed to go through a certain process. They needed to go through the wilderness and allow their faith to trust him even more. And that's exactly what what happened. And yes, they had moments of frustration because I think even in showing their frustration, that shows us that it's okay to have frustration too. But don't get fixed on the frustration. Don't get fixed on the things that are there. Stay fixed on the things of God. Trust his sovereignties. Trust his ways. Trust his order of things. And the beauty of it is God will lead you through day and night. Exodus 13, 21, by the day, by day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. God never left his people alone on their journey to their purpose, to their promised land. God never leaves us on our journey to our beyond. His presence was always there. It was a reminder that they hadn't been left on their own. And I wonder what reminders has God given you in this journey to beyond? What, what light has he shown you? What people have, has he brought in front of you to allow you to keep pushing, to allow you to keep pressing? Because like we said, as a pillar of cloud in the day and fire by night, he guided them, giving, the, giving them shade from the fierceness of the desert sun and light in the darkest of night. When has God been a light in your darkness along the wilderness? When has he been a shade to the fierceness of the heat? When has he kept you in the midst of, uh, of, of calamity and all the things that are going on? How much has he kept you in the middle of your wilderness? See, he doesn't leave you to fend for yourselves. He doesn't leave you to struggle and find a way. He'll, he'll always lead you. He'll always guide you. He'll, he promises that he's faithful. And we might not see a pillar of cloud or, or a fire or anything like that these days, but he's still with us. He gives us wisdom, protection. He takes our fear. He takes our worry. He takes the burdens. And he allows us to navigate the wilderness with him. God fights on the behalf of his people. Exodus fourteen nineteen. Then the angel of God withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front of them and stood behind them. And see, even when they faced cruel attacks from the enemies, God was faithful to deliver them. He worked in miraculous ways, and even in the toughest battles, God was always there to work through. What battles are, is God fighting on your behalf right now? What battles in, in the middle of your wilderness are you allowing him to fight, or are there ones you're trying to fight on your own? And see, that's what I love. Even today, God still sends angels to fight for us and guards us. He himself will fight and guard for us. That's how much he loves us and desires protection for us. Exodus 14, 14, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. I think sometimes wilderness makes us, makes us anxious. Wilderness makes us, you know, it's, it's like in a... Um, in a speech or something like that where you kind of get that pause, right? The speaker may pause for a moment. And everybody's like, what's next? What's going on? What's going to happen? What are we doing? We're... Just like this scripture, the Lord will fight for you. You just need to be still. And I don't know who that's for, but maybe you're trying to figure things out. Maybe you're trying to navigate your way out of a situation, but maybe you just need to be still. 
and allow God to be God. Maybe you just need to be still and allow him to fight. Maybe you need to be still and allow him to be God. Because we're never left to wrestle on our own in hard places. He doesn't send us out to fight the enemy in our own strength. He tells us just to be still and stand strong and know he's fighting on our behalf. And I know some people hear that and be like, well, standing still is weakness. No, standing still is a strength. Trying to figure it out on your own is weakness. Standing still, flat-footed, unwavering, because I know God has my back. I know God is fighting my battle. I know God has me in the palm of his hand. Why? Because God provides in miraculous ways. Exodus 16, 4, then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. Exodus 17, 6, strike the rock and water will come out of it for the people to drink. These people had a practical need in the wilderness. They were hungry. And here is God again, giving them water, giving them manna, giving them food. Every day of miracles right before their eyes. What practical needs do you need that God will meet or has met? Think about, we, we have to remind ourselves of, of, of the things that God is doing, the miracles that he's providing for us, the stress that he's taking from us, all the things we have to continually remind ourselves that in his grace, he provides for us in all things that he does. He even, in the, in the, in the scripture with, with the Israelites, he even uh, took bitter water and made it sweet again so they could drink. Over and over, God provided for their needs. And we have to be the same. We have to have the same mindset, knowing that every day God is going to meet our needs. God is going to satisfy and quench our thirst and quench our hunger spiritually and practically. Everything we have is because of him. One thing about the wilderness, it's always going to be temptation. See, sin will always take us further than where we want to go. Exodus 32, 9, I've seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are a stiff-necked people. Grumbling, complaining, sin. These are things too common for the Israelites in these desert wandering times. A lot of complaining in the wilderness. A lot of sin in the wilderness. A lot of rebellion in the wilderness. And see, they lost sight as they stepped deeper and deeper in sin. They they, they lost sight of how far it could carry them down a place they don't want to go. And I think even for us, if we're honest, we, we forget that too. See, sin is, is almost like it's a, it's a vice. And it, it, it doesn't always just grab you full force. Sometimes it's a little at a time. It's a little click. Like if you think handcuffs, right? And, and you can tighten handcuffs by just putting them on and it has that click where it gets smaller and smaller. That's how sin is in our lives. And that's how we sometimes allow our wilderness to do. We, we get stressed and we get anxious and we start to do things outside of God. And we find ourselves clicked, clicked, clicked more and more in the sin. We find ourselves locked up and stopped up for the things that took us down a path we, we didn't want to go. 
And God still had mercy on them. He still had compassion for them. He still cared for them. But even in the midst of that wilderness, we can't let ourselves get into grumbling and complaining and then idolatry. And all these things start to happen. Because, see, when we start complaining, and what starts as something small like a complaint or a grumble or my heart going this way leads us deeper into ways we didn't want to go. Because, see, sin gets a hold of our minds. It gets a hold of our hearts. It's, it's a disease we can't shake off. And it more and more it consumes us, the more and more it entraps us, and the more and more it becomes us. And see, that's where God's mercy and his love come in. Because he gives us the opportunity to turn from that, to repent from that, and be delivered from that, and walk with him. And, and, I, and I heard this earlier today, and I think this is going to come up later on in this season. But sometimes God might not heal you from it. It might be something you need to rely on him for. Paul always talked about a, a thorn in his side, and he never tells us what the thorn is. But it was just more of a reason to rely on God in their weakness because I know this is a weakness. This wilderness is not something I, I know how to operate in. And I know there are some prayer warriors and some people that can be in a wilderness situation and they can just pray and keep walking and keep pushing. But for some of us or most of us, it just ain't that easy. Sometimes we just need to call on God every minute of every hour. Sometimes we need to just stop and be real still and pray. Sometimes we can't just hold our head up high. Sometimes we got to crawl through the wilderness. But know that God is there and know that he has mercy for us and he forgives us and he has the ability to redeem us and set us free as we move toward our beyond. And if you've ever been in this wilderness and you feel forgotten or you feel left or you feel alone, God is always with you. And I want you to think about this, this concept here. All the things the Israelites did in the wilderness, the idol worship, the rebellion, the complaining, all, all the things that they did and how they wandered away from God. He says these words in Exodus thirty-three fourteen. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. God's presence is so powerful. God's presence is so strong. It's never, it's never dependent on how good we are or how faithful we are. It's dependent upon how faithful he is in our hardest struggles. Because only in him we can truly rest and find peace. Only him could we be in a wilderness space and get comfort and get rest and have peace. It's only through him. It's not through anybody. It's not through any relationship. It's not through any vice. It's not through any drug. It's not through any addiction. It's only through the presence of Jesus Christ, the presence of an almighty God that we can even stand in the wilderness and endure it and grow in it and build from it to step into our beyond. But make no mistake, you cannot get to your beyond without going through a wilderness. You cannot step into everything that God has for you without going through a process. And the wilderness is our process. Yes, it's hard to endure. Think about these Israelites. 40 years, that's generations. Wandering through the wilderness. 
But God doesn't look at our timetable. He never abandoned them in their time. He never left them in their situation. They kept pressing through and God continued to be with them just like he's with us right now. And so for everyone listening to this episode, I'm telling you right now, don't be afraid of your wilderness. So I ask this question again, where are you right now? Because wherever you are, God's with you. Wherever you are, God has you. Wherever you are, God is going to keep you. Wherever you are, God wants to commune with you. Wherever you are right now is not too big for God. Wherever you are right now is not too great for God. It might seem too great for you, and it might seem too much of a burden for you, and it might seem too stressful for you, but I promise you, it's not too big for God. And the crazy part about that is I don't know everybody's situation who's listening to this episode, and I don't need to. I just know how big God is, and I know what he's done in my life, and I know what he's doing in my life, and I know what he's doing in my wilderness, so I can 100% guarantee that he can do the same things in your wilderness if you allow him to. So where are you right now? Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for this opportunity to dive into your word and dive into the things that you're saying to us in our wilderness, Father God. So even as we navigate our wilderness as we navigate to our beyond we just thank you for keeping us we thank you for uplifting us so anybody that's here that's struggling father god be a beacon of light to them father god be the cloud in their day be the fire by night father god that allows them to to see you and continue to walk through this thing father god allow them not to have fear in the wilderness or 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 worry in the wilderness or anxiety father god but have joy that you're with them, Father God. Let them have peace that you're with them, Father God, in all things that they do. It's in your son's name we pray, amen. Man, again, I'm thank you all so much for being on another episode of Vantage Point Podcast. We're gonna keep things moving along. Man, continue to share, continue to subscribe. Next week, we're gonna dive into episode three of Beyond, and we're gonna be talking about what's to come. And I'm telling you, you don't wanna miss it. Man, continue to share. Remember our Patreon page. And as always, keep seeking insight, keys, and perspective to everyday living through the lens of God. It's going to change your world and your life. God bless.